welcome everybody to a special edition of NXT on tap. I am Scals and we are covering the review of Deadline from last night. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Doing great. As the title says for the show tonight, man, what a show it was. Last night it was so good. Top to bottom, everything flowed. If you notice, we have a spot empty down over there. Uh, the resident uh, Ginger Ninja Daxbo will be joining us shortly after his episode is over on um, Boss Spots of Chair Shots on our sister brand of River City Radio. So, real quick, just not getting into any matches or anything, just your thoughts on the event. Sean, how about you start first? Um, for me... The, the 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 pay-per-view was it was it was good, but like like you said, for you it flowed really well. For me, I don't know, like some felt off than normal, you know, than most normal NXT PLEs. For me, I don't know, the pacing was kind of like it was kind of different. I'm not gonna say it was bad or anything, it was just a little different. Like, I don't know what how to explain it. So we were talking sorry to interrupt you. Um, Phil, we were talking about before we came on air. You said that there was a spoiler out there um, about the person competing for an, in the United States Championship tournament. It actually was announced yeah. by Shawn Michaels. Okay, so it is not a spoiler. Um, All right. I don't know where he announced it, but someone said that he announced it, and I so I've seen it already. Um, it is actually going to be Carmelo Hayes. All righty, there we go. Watch out, SmackDown roster. So that means it's a one-time thing. It's not a call-up, which is what we all speculated speculated and thought it was going to be. Um, but it is a one-time occurrence. Hmm. So you think when, uh, what was it, when Ax Axiom came up, he had that match with... Uh, who was a dragon lady, I believe. Like, mm -hmm. was that just a a random? Was that just a uh, one time thing as well, or do we know if Axiom has been called up? That was a right. That was right place, right time. Okay, <laughs> that's what that was because that's when they found out that um, Carlito was injured and he needed to have a replacement for the match. So, um, okay. I, I well, was asking you, you as Axiom, but you know, no, I'm saying Axiom. Yeah, like he was a he was there to face him because there was an injury, so it was yeah, just he true. happened to be in the area. It's all good. But um, did you have anything else to say about that line, Sean, or was that it? Oh no, that, that was it. Okay, Phil, your thoughts. Um, as far as what I thought about it, um, I thought I thought honestly. Knowing that NXT is probably the best thing going on in, in wrestling right now, in, in my honest opinion, you know, um, I feel I kind of get what Sean's saying on how it felt off a little, but yet I feel like I was enjoying everything a little too much to really notice that. But still, what a great premium live event to end off uh, for NXT to end off of than than this than this. I mean, absolutely. Amazing from beginning to end. So I'm curious, Sean, what what did you feel was off 
about it. I don't know. It's like the energy or the pacing. Like usually, like you feel the high energy of NXT. Maybe it's because it was like. Yo, we just got raided by Rivet City Radio with a party of four. Thank you guys so much. Woo! I think you because said- it was like a, a normal like arena instead of like you know the the performance center. And then I don't so know. You it, felt you felt them being in a regular regular arena was different than the normal aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they do that. Personal. They do that for, like, yeah, PLEs and stuff, but this time it just felt, I don't know, it felt different. It's just whether it's the match pacings during the show or is it because they needed to give each of the Iron Survivor series enough time, but I don't know. It just it just didn't feel like a NXT to me, uh, but it was a good it was a good show. I'm not dissing the show. I'm just It just didn't feel... No, I, I I was curious as to what you were, why you said it. So yeah. thank you for the explanation. Um, I'm going to bring in our resident ninja, uh, Jaxpo. My Uber you? was late. Don't Your blame me. <laughs> My Uber was late. And uh, thank you, Real Sean Smart, for the follow. I appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by from Rivet City Radio. Thank you as well to Desiree Delight for the follow. Appreciate it. So I, we just started off tonight. What else were you going to say? Oh, else? sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just want to say, like, um, I'm also happy to be on my first uh, ever episode of NXT on tap. My first yes, episode, sir. you know. Glad to be here. Hold on. Hold on. I've been waiting. Scouts put something. I was just on another show. Scouts put something in the chat that he's doing tonight. It's Scouts. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think I'll have fun with you, buddy. Oh, it wasn't me. I said Al was drinking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. Al put that in the other chat. She said that she pulled up the glass of wine. She goes, oh, it's just iced tea. <laughs> but it's all right. It's always a, it's always a good time when Bo starts drinking. <laughs> I'm so glad Sean's here. Thank you. <laughs> How many falls, Sean? One. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh, we're, so oh, we're holding. Boy. We're going to hold off those two matches until the end because okay. I feel those are going to be the longest for us to talk about, and we're probably going to get into the best conversations with those. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to hold off on those. So before we get into the actual matches. They both gave me their opinions on what the how they thought the show was. Jax, how did, what did you think of the show? I fucking liked it. I didn't get a chance to watch it live. I went back and watched it today. I fucking liked it. I thought the NXT, like I said Tuesday, is firing on all cylinders, and they proved it last night. And I am so excited because Friday night I'll I get to go to an NXT live event here in town. Yes, sir. I mean, it's there. I enjoyed it from from the way they kicked the show off to the way they ended it. It felt like a premium live event to me. So we've had uh, we've had three different opinions on it. It's great. So 
Let's head into the opening contest for for tonight. Oh, what were you going to say, Jax? I said the teaser, and I know we'll get to it. The teaser at the end mm-hmm. was fucking perfect. What? Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk yeah. about that. <laughs> um. So let's let's see who is here right now. We have real Sean Smart. We got the Will Gray. We got Nicole. Allison. So we got a good good crew here tonight. Uh, Real Sean Smart, he said the men's Iron Survivor match was his favorite. We will get to that. We have lots to talk about tonight. Let's start off with the opening contest. What about this pre-show match? Axiom versus Nathan Frazier. I'll have to sit this one out. That's the only one I didn't watch. I skipped to the okay. pre-show. Um, I'll start this one off. I felt this was a good match for the pre-show. It got the crowd into it. And they actually were given a decent amount of time. I thought it was going to be less time than what they were given, but it surprised me with who the winner was. I really thought Nathan Frazier was going to win this match. I did not expect Axiom to come out on top on this one. What'd you guys think, Jax or Phil, whoever wants to talk? I didn't watch it. I'm shocked. I'm sorry, Sean Sean or Phil. Sorry. I'm I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm kind of with, uh, I, I, was in and out of the match because it was the pre-show. So I'm kind of with Jax. I didn't. I was there, but I didn't really like pay attention. From what I did see, like it was, it was pretty good. Um, but other than that, I thought I could say from the bits and pieces I saw, looking up back and you know. <laughs> Phil, did you watch it, or was I the um, only one that actually yeah. watched the pre-show? No, I I, I actually <laughs> watched it too because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna miss something that. That happened on uh, the card that I that I just that I missed. So um, I watched the match, and again, I was shocked too. I had my money on my boy Nathan Fraser, but of course, but then again, he disappointed me. Not happy about it, but you know what? I mean, good, good. Ma- it was a it was a good match overall. It was a good match. Yeah, all three of us, you, me, and Jax, took uh, Nathan Fraser to win this match. So we all yeah. thought he was going to win this. Um. Let's head into the one of the singles matches from tonight, from uh, last night. The one that has a lot of storyline behind it, Carmelo Hayes and Lexus King. Yeah. Okay. Who wants to start off on this one? I, I, I personally, I liked it. I think they did real good. I would have loved to see Lexus King pull off the win, but after Shawn Michaels' announcement an hour ago, we kind of know why he didn't pull off the win, but right. I liked that at the ending. Lexus King was like, "Hey, I'm not the one that did it, but thanks for the spotlight." And that's why I think it was perfect that he didn't win the match because he used Carmelo Hayes to get on the card. Yeah, and I thought that was brilliant. Sean, you have anything to say about this match? I thought it was great too. Like what Jackville said after the end of the match, he was like, "I didn't." Hey, by the way, Carmelo, I didn't do it, you know. But thanks for the the PLE rub, brother. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, thanks for the thanks like, for the paycheck, dog. Like, right? He's like, I was like, you fucking scumbag. Like, <laughs> it was great. It was great. It was, it was a great match just, all around too. Um, I know I'm the AEW guy, right? But I have to praise NXT for doing 
a lot more with fucking Brian Pillman Jr. than AEW ever did. Like this, this is making me interested in, in Lexus King. Like, so uh, congrats to like props to Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels and, and whatever for you know giving this kid a. And the whole rug. thing, the whole thing with um, Lexus King and his name is people hated his name because they're like, oh look, WWE ruined another person with these stupid name changes. No, it was his, it Brian was his idea. <laughs> he did this himself, which makes me believe that WWE is no longer worried about your name, worried about controlling your name. They brought Cody Rhodes in as Cody Rhodes. They brought in Jade Cargill as Jade Cargill. It's like they were going to bring him in as Brian Pillman Jr., but he didn't want that. So that's... That's big for all the free agents that want to come to WWE. Do you have anything to say about this match, Phil? Um, yeah, I, I I figure since I'm the I'm the one who talks a lot who talks a lot about it, I let all you guys go, and, and then I I get the final one. So for the Lexus King Carmelo Hayes match, um. We all know that Lexus King has one of the smoothest entrances in NXT right now. Like, if I'm not, like, I mean, tell me when I'm wrong. Just sliding, to... sliding in on the throne. Just get I want it up. in 2K24. I want it in 2K24. I want the entrance. <laughs> right? That's an, that's an yes. awesome entrance. <laughs> yes. 100% yes. Like, give me what I want, you know. But uh, anyway. <laughs> But yeah, you know, he comes out looking like Alexander Hamilton. Okay, cool. Like, Carmelo Hayes didn't have this much of a flashy – he didn't have as much as a flashier or impactful entrance as he usually does, but that's all right. No worries. He wasn't like – he wasn't like the big one on the card anyway. So, um, the match itself was actually very solid. I I, I thought it was good. I, th- I thought Lexus might, might – I thought he might sneak something out, but – I mean, Carmelo got the win either way. I'm not, again, I'm not mad about it. Very solid match. Yeah, we bo- we all chose uh, King on this match, too. So, yeah. Yeah. right <laughs> off the bat, we were 0 for 2. Um, that was, that's what makes this card good, though. That's what makes NXT great, is it's not as predictable as the main rosters. Right. So let's move into our other, um, what I'm considering an opening contest, and that's the steel cage between Kiana James and uh, Roxanne Perez. Mm. Who wants Man. to start this one? Sean? I love it. You know, I love the, I even love the ending, but at the same time, I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, but then I realized, oh, it's Izzy. Like, okay. Like, I was like, who the hell is this blonde chick helping Kiana? Because I love Kiana James. So, yo, uh, Loki, I, I, like, thought it was I don't know. I, I, I just, for some reason, I love the, the heel women in, in NXT a lot. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but the match all around was great. It was fucking, I'm glad. Uh, I think it was Kiana that won because I, I can't remember at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Keanu. Yep. yep. Off, so. off of the interference from Izzy Dame. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Kiana hit, I believe, her finisher, which I guess is called the deal break, the deal breaker, and then I love Kiana's entrance, by the way. The way they kept oh. like zooming into like her bag and stuff, and then like she came out of the fucking uh, new WWE headquarters. Like, yeah, she yeah, comes that was, out. That was pretty, out. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and what was interesting about that though was. They did that like a while back. I think they did that like a while back in the show, like a little bit late earlier on before they even like announced it. It's like she just starts, you know, as like coming out of uh, WWE headquarters, going into the uh, going into the uh, car, and then that's that's when they sort of announce that the cage comes down. Roxanne enters, and then they do the 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 cinema thing of her arriving at the venue and then walking in. Yeah, that's, that's what I like. I like special entrances like that. That's that makes them feel like a, a like a major star. I love Absolutely. the NXT entrances on wrestlers. Like they make everyone feel like they are a superstar with everything that they do. And I'm glad that we're starting to see that somewhat on the main roster. And we'll touch base on one of them next in the next match that we're going to cover. But it's just it makes the person feel more important and special. And they used to be great with all the Titan Trons back in the day in the attitude era. And mm-hmm. they need to get back to doing that because that makes a big difference. And it shows that WWE is behind their wrestlers. I was shocked that Keanu James won this match. I mean, I picked her to win, but I was still shocked because I didn't think it would happen. Yeah. I didn't see this one coming. Like Roxanne has proven herself in more the more of the hard hitting matches she's had. Like when it comes to like the no disqualification matches and shit. I almost thought this was a slot hole plug for her to win it. Like I was like, all right, cool. Another one for Roxanne. But having a return and interference really helped. This was the first of two returns tonight. That we got. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. I agree, uh, Real. Roxanne is definitely ready for SmackDown, and SmackDown does need more baby faces. But then again, so does Raw, because right now both of the brands are heavy on heel, heel. in the women's division. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, this was a very good match. You had a lot of back and forth. Both got their moves in. It was great. The ending did absolutely shock me, though. I was surprised. I agree. I agree. Let's move into our championship matches for the evening. Okay. So let's start off with the North American Championship. <laughs> Who wants to start off on this one? The right man won, and it was finally time for him to get his comeuppance. Yes, sir. And yes, I like, and this is just like a little thing I noticed. I liked because in Lucha Libre and title matches, it's known for them to wear white. And wow. it was real cool for him to come out in his all white gear and everything. He <laughs> did change his mask between the match and the backstage segment because the match mask was all white. The backstage segment was white and gold. So I'd like to know that's what he did with that mask. That's good to know. That yeah. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, high profile matches are usually like whites are cut like a, a very sentimental thing to them. And it was Mysterio did what Mysterio did. He had the crowd hating him. He ticked off his father a little bit, poked at the bear. I wasn't now y'all come at me if I if y'all y'all disagree. I was not a fan of Booker T's commentary during this match. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like he did not give any credit to Mysterio as the hall of famer and legend that he is. Like he's like Dom's exceeded his father and he's only been doing it a year. No, he's been doing it longer than a year Booker. So let's. (laughs) Yeah. And exactly. Vic's like, like, literally he's right here. Like you don't think he's saying this. Oh, I don't think he's nuts. I don't think he's not hearing it, but you got to understand like, shut up. To be honest, Jack, like the only time I listen to like Booker T's commentary is when he's doing Trick Miller, Trick Trick uh, Williams' entrance. That's like the only time. Other than that, I tune out Booker T. Yeah, like, uh I'm just not a fan. I was like, I think Booker's commentary just rubbed me the wrong way in the match. The match was good. Match was really good. It was the it was the commentary for me that kind of like. Okay, Ray Mysterio is there. Why are you picking at Mysterio? You should be focusing on what's going on in the ring. Could we get another match between Booker T and Mysterio? Because I would not Uh, mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing it, but a one-off match at WrestleMania off commentary. Like I'm just not a fan of Booker T on commentary. But um, this match. Yeah, Sean agreed. Booker spent most of the time a- kind of hating on Ray. I mean, if if we if we got Ray Mysterio versus Booker T at maybe I don't know WrestleMania, maybe maybe I don't well, know. Ray, Ray's probably going to be out for a while with his injury. Yeah, um, yeah. But this match was perfect on the card. It got the crowd hyped because they actually gave Dragon Lee the title, and yeah. I I loved what happened after this because they did one of those uh web exclusive video uh interviews with dominic mysterio and he's like where was priest where was finn where was mommy why was judgment day not here helping me he goes i'm gonna go home home to mommy we're gonna talk about this like tomorrow's gonna gonna be judgment day now like now i'm intrigued is this maybe the the splinter or the crack that crumbles Judgment Day? And they're starting. Is to this the straw that breaks the camel's NXT? back? It could be. Is the, I mean they, they still the have the they still have the tag titles up there. They still have the briefcase. What's next to fall? Yeah. Well, yeah, they still have the tag titles. They still have the briefcase. Rhea still has the women's world title. So yeah, what comes next? Oh, but for me, I'm, I'm happy Dragon Lee won. I love Dragon Lee, but it seems like Dragon Lee is the go to guy for when wrestlers get injured. We'll call it Dragon Lee. Like, <laughs> um, but that also shows how much faith they have in him in the company to go, okay, we're replacing you for this injured superstar because we want you out there and spotlighted. So um, I'm happy Dragon Lee got his, his championship. 
Um, kind of wish he can go back to NXT now, so he could be an NXT superstar instead of a main roster star holding a belt. But or does he do the same thing Dom was doing with it and work both shows? Possibly. I really think they're trying to get eyes on NXT for when the new contract hits and when they go to the CW. Yeah. So I think they're really trying to work on that. Um, Hello, on Social Society, Dragon Lee's in the he, U.S. Title Tournament. Yeah, but he's out. He's out. He lost already. He lost to Santos. So he lost to Santos Escobar last Friday. So, which I didn't like that move because it was the night before deadline. It's like, why do you have him losing going into the match? So I didn't understand it, but now I do because now we got, he got the win and now I see why they didn't have him in that tournament. Like I mean, continuing in the tournament. I mean, scales, I don't know about you, but like, I've kind of heard, I've kind of heard the old saying where if you, if you usually, if you like win or lose the night before you're going to get the exact opposite. Opposite result the next day. Like, didn't work hmm. for Zia Lee. Apparently, <laughs> she lost to Becky Lynch and then lost the next night to Lyra Valkyria. So, it yeah, it's not I mean, it's same way. Yeah, I know it doesn't happen all the time, but like, ugh. like I was talking about on the last entrances with um, Keanu James getting a special entrance. You have Lexus King getting a special entrance. Dragon Lee's entrance is fire with phenomenal dragon flies across the screen comes down and then it blows the smoke out of its mouth i love that they have that as on both where they do it on the main roster as well as on nxt so that's what i'm hoping that they're going to continue to do with the main roster is to have more of those type entrances where it makes a difference like go back to the the miz going through hollywood to start his entrance Go back to, um, like, Baron Corbin has the ships coming on it. Like, they need more of those entrances. They need these entrances to mean something instead of just a name on a board. Why do you have this big-ass Titantron if you're going to just put their name up there? Yeah. So you know who like, they are. Yeah, everybody knows who people are. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like... WWE you know, like- doesn't bring in random wrestlers and then... They need to explain it. They need to change the generic cast music too. They need to get new music group. Well, that's yeah, part of the Def issue. Rebel, is Def Rebel, yeah. But I mean, they have gotten better with certain things. It just, it's, I'm, I know we all miss uh, CFO because that they were the best ones with the music. Yeah, I miss Jim Johnson. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll say this. I know we're talking NXT and stuff. AEW's got the rap on music right now. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. They pay out the butt for rights. <laughs> What's going on, Shadow? Jesus Except Christ, Shadow. <laughs> power wash simulator. Let's see. Where is it? I can't see it. Um, all right. So let's move on to the main event of the evening. The NXT Championship. (laughs) Baron Corbin did it. He brought back the chopper. He brought back the chopper, baby. 
I thought this match was phenomenal. And I saw a lot of hate from it online saying that it was slow, boring. I think it was the complete opposite. This match was hard hitting. It was a great pace for both of these wrestlers. I just, I was disappointed in the outcome because I felt that it was Corbin's time. Who wants to add into this? I, Sean? I feel you because this new Cor Corbin brought back my love for Corbin. Because I used to love him back when he was originally in NXT and then going through main roster. I kind of just, uh, it's just, you know. I love them Corbin. as the lone, I love them as yeah. the lone wolf. And then after that, when he went to the Constable Corbin, that's when I grew the hatred for him. Right. Um, My so love for him started back with bum-ass well, Corbin. Yeah. So it was like, Lone because Wolf was great. if he could do what he did with that, he could do anything that they're going to ask him to do, as right. long as he's invested in it. And that just proved to me how great he was. Um, But, yeah, I, I think it was Baron's time. Uh, Ilya Dragunov is fucking amazing. I do kind mm -hmm. of find it funny that Corbin lost last night and then he goes to Kansas City today and then sees his team lose right next to Taylor Swift. <laughs> his team got ripped off. They didn't lose. Oh, oh they got, they got no. screwed. They got Our screwed. team got ripped no. off. So I didn't I didn't know anything about your game. I wasn't watching it, so I don't know. But I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But yeah, but no, I I believe that Corbin he should get the title down the road, at least once. he deserves it. He does, hundred percent. Jack but still. Ilya fought for his family. You don't fuck with a man's family, man. But no, it was a, no. it was a good match. At one point, when Ilya went to pick up Baron Corbin. To power bomb him, and Corbin didn't get all the way up. I was like, "Holy shit!" If Dragonoff drops him, he's gonna break his neck. And it shows you how strong Dragonoff is to be able to hold someone like Corbin up to stop that like, fall. Yeah, he's like what? Looks like about he's like almost twice his height, and probably weighs just about more. But no, it was it was a. I wish Corbin would have won. I think Ely is a great champion. I think he's dresses as a champion. He carries himself. He's good on the mic. But you brought Corbin back to NXT. And I, I don't like to refer to bringing him down. You brought him back to NXT. You should have gave him the title. Because Corbin and Trick would be more... Ooh. More entertaining to me than Ilya and Trick is going to be. I mean, to be fair, the last match that we had versus Trick and Ilya was amazing. Yeah, it was. And, and Trick I, has I'm, only gotten better since then. Yeah, and I'm glad they're running it back, but I'd have loved to see Trick and Baron Corbin go out. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> yep. And you want to add to this, Phil? I mean... Like like I said when we were when we were talking about the beginning of it, Baron Corbin for his entrance he brought back the chopper again. He came back on that motorcycle. Ooh, I got so happy when I saw that. 
Uh, I love motorcycle so engines. Freaking happy. Like, Baron Corbin did it the first time. I'm like, yo, this is cool. But yeah, I, f- I feel like I had everybody around me going, oh, oh we terrible. You, all he's trying to do is rip off, rip off the American Badass Undertaker. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. This guy's doing his thing. Let him cook. Like, second time he came, he came back with the chopper. Okay, yeah, I'm excited. This fits. This fits because, like, Corbin is not attached to a gimmick. Because, and no burn the ships thing is not the gimmick. Corbin is Corbin. No, no monikers, no nothing. It's just Baron Corbin at this point. And yep. I agree. And honestly, yeah, I'm with all of you on this one. Um, even though I put that Ilya Dragunov was most likely going to win, I still definitely believe that Corbin should have. I, I feel like Corbin should have been the one to take, like, put the dra- I mean, Ilya said himself, the only person that take that wipes out the Mad Dragon is the Dragon himself. But Corbin this time should have been the one to literally, literally say, "Well, guess what? You're wrong," and that I will. <laughs> and then him going in as NXT champion again, it would be. It'd be amazing because after so after being in WWE for so freaking long, and then and then you know going up the main roster at like 20, 2015, 2016, I forget when the hell it was. Uh, twenty sixteen, I think it was for WrestleMania thirty two. But yeah, just to see him do, just to see, just to see how far he's come since then, he, he should have won the he should have won the title at the end of the night, and and. You know, like you had said, like you guys had said earlier, Trick and Trick and Baron would be a lot cooler than Trick and Il- Ilya, even though they are running it back. But yeah, it, mm, Corbin, my guy. I mean, we all seem to be disappointed with who won it, but overall, this match was phenomenal. It was a it great was. match. It was a great way to end the night. We'll talk about the ending of what happened after the match after we talk about the. Iron Survivor, because if we talk about it now, it'll give away who will do it. Um, So, speaking of that, let's get into the Iron Survivor matches now. We'll start with the women's match. Sean, you want to start on this one? Well, as you see... (laughs) um, (laughs) My girl girl did not win. There's no going to be... No tiffy two times yet. Um, but it's bittersweet for Blair to win, and I'll tell you why. Oh, Blair Davenport can take on Lyra. She can do all that, have a few, many few with Lyra, beat Lyra. And I predict, let me do something here to predict the next feud for Blair Davenport is none other. Well, let me uh, hang on. Yeah. Turn my uh turn it upside down. Yeah, the picture upside down. Oh yeah. Well <laughs> and I gotta do this. <laughs> None other than my girl right here. The key of Next women's champion, baby. And uh, Shawn Michael says she has the it factor, so you know, yeah, I don't know about the I don't know about the next women's champion part, but I do agree with well, you the that next it is gonna be the Next Challenger. women's champion after Blair Davenport. 
yeah, I don't know if I agree with you on that, but I do agree that she will be going after Blair because she has attacked her and Blair was the one that injured her. So yeah, I definitely will agree with you on that. In um, other words, Sean is trying to say the Wicked Witch is going to feel the lion's roar. This match was <laughs> great. They had so many good spots in this match. Um, back and forth. I just did not like how they did the ending. Because it was the exact same thing that they did last year for the Men's Iron Survivor. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing I did not like about the match. Yeah, they did the same with Grace and Wola. And obviously I didn't like the winner because I didn't think Blair deserved it. But if they are leading up to what Sean was just saying, then I can agree with it. I, you were the only one I called it. <laughs> yeah, I don't care for Blair either, really, too, to be honest. Um, but, I mean, if you want to talk about who the breakout superstar in this match was, me and Jax were on point with who we chose. Because Fallon Henley proved that she is a legit contender in this women's division with that show. 100%. 100%. Fallon Henley proved she can go and she can take the ball and run with it if they give her the chance. For real? And I hope they do one day. Kalani Jordan's pretty underrated too. She was, she was doing. Yeah, well like. Too. Yeah, because like Kalani before Dana Brooke left, Kalani Jordan was was like booked alongside Dana Brooke, mm -hmm. and I thought they were I thought they were doing something good with with Dana, both Dana Brooke and Kalani Jordan before they let Dana Brooke go. They're doing like phenomenal work with the women's division in NXT because Last Legend has improved phenomenally. As well, I think to me that I think if Jakara Jackson didn't get injured, I think that would have been her spot, though. But Lash yeah. Legend definitely has improved a lot. Yeah, I mean, Lash Legend picked up Otis. <laughs> yeah, she body slammed Otis, and not only that, in the Iron Survivor Challenge, she pulled off. She went and participated in the Roman Reigns Challenge, even though it's a few years too early, and did a smash him, stack him, pin him. Yeah, it was, it was so weird. Like, I'm just sitting there watching. Like, I look away. Well, this is more so for the men's. But I look away, and next thing you know, there's, like, three pins taking place. It's like, what the hell happened? Yeah. <laughs> no, I did the same thing, Scout. I was like, what the fuck? Wait. Like, like, literally, like, literally Lash Legend, literally, like, like who was it? She wiped out Fallon, and she wiped out somebody else. And then she's like, well, wait, what, what do I do here? Oh, she just drag one on top of the other. It was Fallon and, Fallon and Tiff. Yeah, I love that Tiff and Fallon were fighting in the box, too. They were just, like, being And, like, up. I love the way that they did it. and Because they weren't going to fight at all, it seemed like, until Metaphor stood in front of the box to try and keep them in there. And then it caused oh. of, oh, I want to leave the box. I'm climbing out of it. And then that's when they started fighting each other. Yo, but, like, that and was crazy, Tiff, though. She pulled out the Tiff box. Drew, she Threw her off the top of the box through the table, and I thought that was a bad bump, like because it looked like it, she landed wrong. But yeah, that looked scary. It did. But are we talking about? Uh, no offense, John. Are we talking about that shitty move, that shitty swanton that she tried to do off the top of the fucking chain, off the top of the box? I, okay. I thought she was coming down on her fucking head. I don't think it was shitty no. in the sense that it was a bad move. I don't think she um, 
it accounted for. I don't think she encountered for that. It's not the same height as it would be from the top rope to the ring. Yeah, right. That, it just did to me. That was the old that. There was a couple little things. Tiffany, I'll be honest. Tiffany impressed me. And I'm like, she's a I great just, wrestler. She's a in ring work. She impresses me every time. She's top tier. I think the gimmick's generic. Yeah. It's been done a million fucking times. Blonde, prissy Barbie doll. Exactly. Sable, blonde, prissy Barbie doll. Yeah. Tori Wilson, blonde, prissy Barbie doll. What can I say, Jax? I have a type, all right? We know that. That's why I was surprised you weren't weren't going crazy when uh, Izzy got into the ring. I didn't know who she was. I'll be honest. At first, I was like, "What was Tiffany Stratton doing out here?" Guess what? Guess what? It's a blonde, prissy Barbie doll. We, I think Shawn Michaels has a type, like as well. I mean, I mean, like, like Jax. The only thing that's making it work. The thing is, though, with Sable and with Tori Wilson, they weren't always coming out in pink. Yeah, good point. But this match, this was my third favorite match of the night. My first, my second favorite match was the uh, NXT Championship match. This is my second. And my third, I mean. And then the match we're getting into right now was the match of the night, hands down. Boom. And if you don't think this was the match of the night, I don't think you actually watched the match then. Facts. Because the way this match evolved was just amazing. I want to point out something. Okay. It was like, and, and, it, and he impressed me because I've, I've gone like stale with how much like I, I don't like him anymore. I lost interest in him. But those fucking spears from Braun Breaker. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> Braun Breaker, I mean, it's clear to say he has it on his shirts. I guess it's, I guess we kind of have to say right now, Braun Breaker has the best spear in the business. He, he's ready for the main roster. Like, he's been ready. Already. Oh, oh, yeah. And when he came out, I'm, I'm, talking to Will about something. And next thing I look over and there's a three on the scorecard under Braun Breaker. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? It was literally 30 right. seconds, three pins. And I was like, uh. yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah, know literally. what happened. Literally. <laughs> so he ran me, in there. For me, Scouts, that moment for me was the ending of the match. We'll oh. get to it. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was hyped that was hyped for real like literally bro, like as soon as braun comes out from the back zooms in boom hits briggs <laughs> score one sees bait boom two sees die jack three already i'm like whoa what now <laughs> now the person that impressed me the most in this match was briggs yeah, 100%. 100%. Because we know, fucking percent. 
we know that the other four wrestlers in that match can go. You've never yeah. really seen Briggs as a singles wrestler. Tonight proves that he can be. Because he was even though he had machine. Even though he had the least amount of points out of everybody in this match. Only had two. It still was a great showing from him. It uh, it shows why JBL chose him in the first place. Mm-hmm. I can say one thing about this match. Like, he had a close eye from hell that was insane. God. Perfect timing on everything. Because if you watched it, and once we get to it, you'll know why. Every all five of these guys had to be on the same page, get their mm-hmm. shit, and make sure because at any time if something and I'm watching this whole match and I didn't notice it until the end. At any time if something was off, that inning was fucked. So every single one of these five competitors went out, knew what they were supposed to do, pulled it off incredibly. And sent the crowd home happy. All right. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. With about a minute and a half left, Trick has no pinfalls. None. None. Dijak, um, Tyler Bate, Braun Breaker all have three. Briggs has two. Trick gets his first pinfall, I believe it was at the 24-minute mark with a minute left. Right. And me and Will are watching. We're like, Hold on, you're skipping. You're skipping something. This We got to remember, this is after he speared through the barricade. Yeah, he was speared through the barricade by Braun Breaker. That was with about 23 minutes. So that was about two minutes left. He comes back in the ring. And the first person he pinned was... Like you Brock's back door? <laughs> he pinned uh, Briggs was the first one he pinned. It was a little sneak, roll up, got the pin. Now he has one minute left. Him and Dijak are going back and forth. Dijak goes for his finisher, gets it. The ref is counting. One, two, and then the ref stops. Not on his own accord, but you had Eddie Thorpe come out and pull the the ref out to stop the count. Eddie! He gets up on the rope. Eddie attacks Dijak. Dijak falls back into the ring. Uh, Trick rolls him up, gets the one, two, three. So now, and this is at 12, uh, 24, like 25 now. Yeah, yeah. Now you have two other wrestlers in the penalty box, and there's still three wrestlers in the ring. Tyler Bate takes the opportunity, does his, um, does a spiral corkscrew off the top rope, goes to pick him up to do his other finishing move, trick reverses it, into a pin, does a bridge over on top of him. One, two, three. Tyler Bate now goes into the penalty box. Yeah, yeah. And it's at 24-40. Yeah, at this point, 
at yeah. this point, it's Braun tied ready. up now. Three, 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 and two. And Braun's ready. Primed for a spear. He goes to spear him. Trick nails him with the flying knee. And when I say nails him, he decapitates him. Like it was perfect. The way he was run at everything. He gets he gets down. The ref counts one, two, three at twenty four fifty five. At this point, it doesn't matter that there's still five seconds on the clock because the match is over because all four competitors are in the penalty box. Nothing could be done. If they would have done that at the twenty four at the twenty four minute mark, nothing could have been done anyway because they're all in the box. It wouldn't have mattered if there was still another minute left or not. He, and your new number one contender. Man. He was the only man left. He was the only man that pinned every competitor. And he did it all in a matter of 55 on, seconds. Yeah. That's why I was saying the timing on this match was just fucking spot on. See, Scott, like, yeah. like you said in the beginning, you had that moment with Will, you're like looking over. Like, I was like texting somebody. Next thing I know, I'm like, the match is over, and I'm like, how the fuck did Trick Williams <laughs> Then I saw the replay, and I'm like, oh, fucking shit. What the heck? Like, how did you miss? Like, I missed Braun Breaker's three pins, but that was in, like, 15 seconds. Like, it was quick as hell. I know. Missed, it, it, like, it just – me and Will were just dumbfounded at the way that it happened. Like, I wish Jax was there last night watching it with us. Because we all would have been going crazy when this shit happened. It just was so done. It was perfect the way they did. And the crowd is so behind Trick Williams. Like, it is unbelievable the reaction this guy gets. Now, we alluded to earlier in the show about what happened after the main event. After Dijak won, he's in the ring holding the belt up. Out comes Trick Williams. Camera span in there. The little logo shows up in the bottom. And who comes out right behind Trick without Trick knowing that he's there? Carmelo Hayes. Just staring at Trick. Like, I can't believe you got another chance. And I don't. The envy yeah. on him is showing. And when they actually fight, that match is going to blow the roof off. That is the future That's... right now in WWE. Those two men are going to be the future for a long time. That and should the future be... is bright. That match should be one of the one of the two send-offs to go to Raw or SmackDown. That's the only it, way I... to... It's happening at stand, at stand and deliver. I could tell you that's when it will happen. I think I think Trick wins the championship. Then, like you said, Carmelo Trick stand and deliver. That's Carmelo's send off. And Trick retains. Game. And Trick retains. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah, exactly the way I have that. it set up as well. Honestly, this like this impending feud that is hap- that is going to happen between Trick and Carmelo. Is probably going to be one of the greatest feuds in NXT history. This this one might come out j- like 
Don't hold me to my words. Don't hold me to my words. It could be better. It can be worse. It might. It's going to be probably the biggest feud that happens in NXT since Gargano and Champa. Yeah, we we said that earlier um, that he was. I'm happy for it. I think it's a good call. It's a one-time only deal. I can tell you right now, it's not a call-up because he well, still has unfinished business with Trick. What I want. That's why I don't like. Um, it. That's why I don't like it. It's weird. What I want to see with Trick Williams, though, coming into next month, I want him to have a big showing in uh, the Royal Rumble. Like, because mm. I know there's always NXT guys in the Royal Rumble. Put Trick Williams in there. Have him have a big showing. Obviously, he won't win, but have him have a big showing. He doesn't even have to get down to the bottom four, but show him off a lot. Like, what if, Sean, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of what you just said. What if he is in the Rumble? And Mello is not. And Mello uses that more as the envious of how Trick got called up for the main roster before he did. Uh, sounds good to me. I mean, I mean, Scales, that is true. But what if, if I can just bring me back off of you now? What if Hayes and Trick end up in end up in the in the Rumble, and maybe Trick eliminates Mello? Could do either one, but I feel right now with the way that they're going, it's all about Mello being envious of Trick and Trick getting things Fair before enough. him. Fair enough. I'm cool with that. But <laughs> I think that's all we have for tonight, guys. Um, um let, we are forgetting just one more thing. One more thing. I know it's kind of obvious about some. I know it's kind of obvious, but like, I can't, we can't leave without it though. Like, yeah, um, and it happened at the end of the women's um, Iron Survivor. Obviously, once everybody else cleared out, Blair said, you know, Lyra, I'm ready. I'm coming for you. Lyra comes out holding the championship. Like, like you you want it. All right, you got it. But who comes up behind her and just decks her? We get the return of Cora J. Thank the you. The emo Percy Barbie. <laughs> or as like they all like to call, as they like to call her, the resident mean girl. Well, Jack, she, did, she, Jack, she, she just came back from uh, getting main roster ready. If you know what I mean, you know. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, John, I get you. <laughs> Listen, she spoiled her whole her whole. I don't give a shit if she goes off and gets plastic surgery and comes back looking like Stacy Keebler. When she lifted that skateboard up and it broke halfway through it, I was like, that's yeah, okay, <laughs> No, no. The Avril Lavigne skater girl gimmick. Like, all right, you're AJ Lee. I mean, she got rid of the skateboard and now and now is walking around these days with a kendo stick. Like, what? To be fair, her heroes were AJ and CM Punk, so you're on. Oh, yeah, and I mean that surgery done too, and I didn't get her anywhere. Think about it. All right. Then again, she had a cute backstage moment with Punk. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. <laughs> Let's close out the tab for tonight. Sean, where can we find you? Well, usually on Sundays, um, well, except for tonight, because I been blessed to being a special guest here on NXT on tap. Thank you very much. You can find me on our the sister station, River City Radio, for 
the table spot. We'll be back next week. Uh, my co-host Mike uh, Mike was um, sick, and uh, it's also the holidays. Next weekend, we have a special guest join us for the first time ever. The one, the only, Mikey P. Um, you can also find me on my socials, Alpha Wolf Champion 2.0 on Instagram. Click the link, and I'll take you to all the other socials. Jax? You find me here on Tuesdays for NXT on tap. You can find me on Rivet City Radio for Botch Boss and Chair Shots and Nerdy News at 420. Find me on Wolfpack Podcast for the Wolfpack Podcast and Boyfriend Time. And because we're closing the tap out, I'm going to <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Please get your Christmas shopping done early and do not get aggravated with people. Phil? Well, now that we're at that, that time, and if anybody watching still likes to see this beautiful face hanging around, you can check me out on all of my socials, Facebook, Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. Elon Musk, get it fucking finished. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and Twitch. At, at uh, My name that's usually right here, Phil the Future. Um, but yeah, also you check me out here on every Tuesday night right after NXT with my awesome co-hosts, Scales and Jax for NXT on tap. Um... And then occasionally, every now and then on Thursdays for Rivet City Radio's Botch Bitch Trivia Show. I am Scales. Thanks for everybody for stopping by tonight. Uh, we'll be back here on Tuesday right after NXT for our normal edition of NXT on Tap. Then we will be back on Thursday for um, Career Retrospective. It'll be happening around 10 p.m. This week it is on the one, the only, the man of three faces, Mick Foley. Uh, before that, over on Rivet City Radio, you will have Boss Bitch Trivia. Then on Friday, we have Friday Night Review coming up right after SmackDown. And then Saturday, you will have the return of uh, Killing the Madness with Prince and Mike, as well as um, possibly the return of Ringside Chatter. Hope everybody had a great evening. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you all soon. <laughs>